I was working with a student. She was a um, fourth grade black girl. Um, she was very insecure about um, her physical appearance and her hair. And then I mentioned to her, I'm like, hey, you know why you can do all those TikTok dances watching it one time? She's like, why? I was like, because you got the black girl magic. I just reminded her that with whatever you put your mind to, you can do and accomplish. And that um, led to me creating the Sprinkle My Feet Black Girl Magic episode. This is We Form the Future, a podcast and radio show that is meant to empower Black voices and our community. I'm your host, and my name is Jasmine. I'm a multidisciplinary artist, creative writer, and public speaker from the Twin Cities of Minnesota. I'm also a believer in the idea that the future is up to us. I believe that we can form the future to support and benefit us for generations to come. And I'm excited, so excited, to share with you the inspiring stories and revolutionary ideas in this podcast. Each week on We Form the Future, a different individual or organization will bring us varying perspectives on the Black experience and explore novel approaches to life, art, existing social structures, and new ways to form a better future. We Form the Future is created by WFNU Frogtown Community Radio and funded by the Transformative Black-Led Futures Fund, whose goal is to support those who are responding to the political and cultural opportunity to defund the police and begin the transition process toward developing and implementing a shared vision of community-led safety and investment. We Form the Future is aired on WFNU LP 94.1 FM Frogtown Community Radio in St. Paul every Saturday at 1 p.m. You can learn more about this program by visiting weformthefuture.com. And we're back with another episode on We Form the Future. Today we have Mercedes Yarboro, an intervention specialist that has worked in St. Paul Public Schools for a while. Mercedes is currently at Ji Ming Mandarin Immersion School and doing such meaningful work. Mercedes has a business called Sprinkle My Feet where she creates custom new fresh shoes. And she has conjoined this work with her work in schools by basically rewarding her students for their work and their engagement in such hard times with fresh new custom shoes. And if you know, um, this generation is so image-based. A lot of people who come from poverty or very unstable environments can't afford to buy new shoes all the time. You may think that this doesn't tie into confidence and self-esteem, but it really does because things are so image-based currently, social media is so prevalent, um, things are very heavy on how you present yourself. And I just think that this work is very meaningful. As an intervention specialist, she works with people who are claimed to have lots of behavioral issues. And um, Mercedes, from what I got from it, just really is affirming these students that she sees their potential in them and that she sees them as students and as people before 
people who need behavioral correction. And I just feel like that's super important um, because a lot of the disengagement that happens in public schools isn't because these students are incapable or have some sort of issue. It's simply because they're not interested in the work. And I think Mercedes really hits that on the nail in this episode. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear what she has to say. If you are interested in Mercedes, please check out www.sprinklemyfeet.com. She is an amazing woman, and I am just really excited for you guys to hear this episode. Thank you for tuning in another episode. Let's get straight to it. Best custom shoes just for you. Let's make your artistic visions come true and keep shining with Sprinkle My Feet. Well, hello and welcome to We Form the Future. We are live here in the WFNU studios and I am Katie, your producer for the day, and I am here with Mercedes Yarbrough, who is uh, many things she does. She's an educator, she is an entrepreneur, she's an artist, and uh, she is here today to talk to you about all of the awesome many things that she does. So oh, welcome, Mercedes. Um, thank you. I'm happy to be here. Um, as Katie mentioned, I'm an educator. I work for St. Paul Public Schools. Um, I worked at many different schools in St. Paul, somewhere Chelsea Heights, Hamlin Elementary. Um, I do Freedom School every summer um, at the Hazel Park location, but also at Rondo in the summers. And right now I'm currently at Jiming, which is, which is a Chinese immersion school working as an intervention specialist. So I've always worked with behavior and special ed and just, I love working with the kids. And I wanna, I wanna know more about how you got into um, education, but I wanna talk a little bit about that, the little clip that we heard right in the beginning of the show, that jingle, what was all that about? Um, it's customizing shoes, kids love shoes. Um, Working in education, a lot of my students, um, especially working in inner cities, most of my kids were underprivileged, so weren't able to have um, cool shoes. They would have one pair of shoes for the whole year. Once they got messed up, they're messed up. And I started to refurbish and redesign and kind of customize shoes, which led me to um, creating Sprinkle My Feet. So some if a kid comes to you and they want like a, a cool pair of shoes like do they do they design them them themselves do you help them what do you, what's the process of it um right now i fe- i my business features a party so birthday parties so i teach kids how to design their own shoes i um provide all the materials and products and me and another staff member, we help and teach the kids how to design their own. Um, due to COVID, I had to find ways to navigate to be able to do that without being in person. So I started doing YouTube videos and DIY um, do-it-yourself kits. So kids were able to watch a video and do it from home. Um, yeah, um, but before COVID started, I was actually in the process of creating a party bus so I could teach kids and then working in education I usually would give this my students incentives like hey if you get your work done I'll draw you a picture 
And um, so I came up with the idea like, hey, I want to give back to a lot of my underprivileged students that probably won't have the funding or opportunity to have one of these parties. So in exchange for good grades, if they um, yeah, submit their good grades, they could be entered into a drawing to win a free Sprinkle My Feet session or birthday party with me. And the party bus um, is postponed at the moment due to COVID, but um, I do have some things in the work where um, pretty soon I have a video game coming out where um, kids play a game and each level um, they'll receive a part of um, something that leads to them making a fairy. So they'll receive their, they play a basketball game which receives their wings and then they'll play a um, like a memory match game which receives their wand and then um, at the end, they have to design a pair of shoes and then there'll be an option for them to buy the shoes. And then that shoe that they designed will be sent to me and I custom make that personal shoe that they made online and ship it to them. Oh, that's so cool. And now, is this um, is the video game aimed at like a certain age group or is it just... Um, as an educator, I work mostly with elementary, so I'm targeting more of the elementary age. Um, it's also a way to connect virtually just because of COVID. Um, I have to be versatile in case we have another outbreak or we're not able to work in person. Um, I wanna be able to be flexible and have an option for kids to still have a sprinkle my feet experience. So um, that lets me going virtual so it will be a an online feature where you can play on the web, but also um, through Android and Apple. So you can play on your iPad, phone. Oh, sweet. So you have like a whole app that's going on. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm excited about it. It should be done hopefully this month. Oh. Yeah, it's been in the works for a while. And um, technology is the future. We're in 2021. And, um, yeah, I really want kids to get into tech especially working as an educator. Um, I know how important technology is. So get your kids into coding. Coding's the future. Um, I guarantee in about five years, life is going to be very different than it is today. Um, AI is real. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get into education? You said you are a, a intervention specialist. And for those of us who aren't in education, what does that mean? Uh, intervention specialist is also known as like a behavior specialist. So I work with more um, behavior. I have a behavior background. I worked as a special ed um, EBD, which is a emotion, emotional behavior disorder. Um, and I just um, yeah worked with behavior the past eight nine years. But my mom, she's actually an educator. She started off in the Rondo building working at Museum Magnet as a teacher, and then later started working at Hamlin Elementary, and then was a director of um, diversity for Minneapolis Public Schools. And at the time, uh, well, growing up, I was playing basketball, but due to an injury, I didn't really know what I was gonna do as a kid. I thought I was gonna be the next, the female Michael Jordan, <laughs> but um, those dreams ended and so it's important to have a backup plan. Teach your kids to have many backup plans. So I was kind of stuck in between, then became a mom, and um, 
my mom introduced me to reading court. She was like, I think this will be a great opportunity. It'll help you um, pay off some of your college loans. And so I was a reading court tutor at Hamlin Elementary. And um, the principal was like, hey, can you work here next year? And then that led me to being a TA, um, working with EBD, special ed. And I fell in love with it. Um, I really connected with the kids. Um, I seen that I made a difference and um, it filled a little spot that was missing since basketball wasn't there anymore. What was the most, um, I guess, challenging thing that you've dealt with in your career as an educator? Um, being a person of color, a lot of times in schools, there's not many teachers of color and then educators of color, like the people that work there that are of color, like the lunch ladies, sometimes janitors. Um, yeah, no one was really holding that role of decision making. So even with being a TA, I would have input or try to give suggestions and say and things and my voice wasn't really being heard. So being an educator from that point um, standpoint, it was very frustrating, especially when you see things that are systematically, um, racially systematically wrong, and um, you know, like, hey, I'm working with this student full time, and you're not even there, and you're telling me what what is right and wrong for them when it's either enabling them or not helping them, and um, yeah, it was hard for a while. But I will say um, things are starting to change. I'm starting to see a lot more teachers of color and people, um, administrators of color, and people are finally getting their voices heard. So I am f hopeful for the future, but I will say it was very hard and challenging for many years and can still be. What do you do in those situations? Is there, do you have like a, a strategy or a a go-to when you when you are feeling like extra challenged at work? Um, to be honest, um, I came to breaking points. I actually at one point left the district due to just not feeling valued or heard. Um, and then a former principal I worked with, um, that's when I came back to St. Paul Public Schools, it's a Chinese immersion school, Jiming, and it's a totally, totally different culture. It's a Chinese culture. Um, I love it, and I came back, and um, so that's a start. But not only that, before any of that, um, I started working at Freedom School, which is a culturally relevant um, summer program that started in 1964 down in Mississippi to give um, black students uh, equal education opportunity. And at the time, you had to go to training for two weeks in Tennessee, and you learn a lot. Like, I've learned more about black history at this training than I've ever learned in school in general. So working at Freedom School really changed my life. And then um, there, I've actually got to work with work in a setting where it was predominantly people of color. So Asian, Somali, Hispanic, mixed, black, white. And it was different compared to the school I was working at, which was predominantly white, 
where there was just a couple people of color, if any, and um, seeing that atmosphere and the love, like I would really say just the love between staff, communication, and love for the students really changed the way I seen how education should be. So is Freedom still, School still going on? Is yes, um, families, you can sign your kids up through St. Paul Public Schools. Um, they have a Rondo location at the Rondo building and also a location on the east side at Hazel Park. Um, yeah, it's every summer. Last year due to COVID, we had to go virtual and I think it was through St. Paul Neighborhood um, Community Centers, but we're back through St. Paul Public Schools. Um, you can Google Freedom Schools or look up Freedom Schools at spps.org and find out more um, information, but all their readings are um, culturally relevant. So your, your child will be learning about um, their history. That's great. Wow. Um, I want to talk a little bit about this great um, YouTube series, would you call it, that you have? Oh, yeah, SMF <laughs> tunes, Sprinkle My Feet tunes. Um, I just started... Or during COVID, again, COVID really changed the direction of my um, business. At first, it was more customizing footwear and doing birthday parties and n not being able to be in person. I was like, oh, I need to, I learned that technology is the future. So I kind of headed into that direction. But um, I wanted to connect with kids still. And um, I love cartoons. I love cartoon movies. Um, I have four boys, four kids, so we're always watching movies and cartoons together. And um, so I kind of created this to connect with kids, but also give teaching moments or lessons, kind of like social story stories. Um, yeah, and I also wanted to incorporate the community. So um, I have a Black Girl Magic episode that I released during Black History Month, but also towards the end, so it was like the beginning of Women's History Month, where I'm featuring four um, Black-owned women businesses from St. Paul, Minnesota. And um, my main character is a fairy, and she always saves the day with her magic wand in some kind of way. There, there's always a problem in the episode, and then she saves the day somehow. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, we were talking before the show a little bit about all the amazing things that you do, and you f you write the scripts, you you draw the characters, and like so you this is this is like your baby. These, these oh yeah, cartoons. um, it's my girl, my only girl, because I have um three boys and I have one on the way, so this is my baby girl. Um, yeah, I put a lot of time. I'm not the animator. I have a special animator, but um, yeah, I write the scripts. I draw the characters, and um, I have yeah crazy visions just pop up in my head, and so I always keep a journal or something because I never know when that idea will make sense. But so you guys listening write down your crazy thoughts and ideas because everything happens for a reason and you never know when that thought or idea will just make sense with what's going on in your life at the time. So the SMF Tunes Black Girl Magic that you created, how long did that this specific episode take you to create? 
Um, I actually created it last year. I was at work. I was working with a student. She was a um, fourth grade black girl. Um, she was very insecure about um, her physical appearance and her hair. And at the time, um, I like watching the Breakfast Club um, interviews and Lizzo came on and Lizzo's interview, she mentioned when she was about 12, she was at school and she hated the way she looked and just felt unattractive. And then she prayed about it. And it was one day that she was like, hey, I'm gonna be in this body the rest of my life. Like, I need to learn to love myself. And then she chose to start loving herself. And after she started loving herself, everyone loved her. I love Lizzo. Um, so I showed that piece of clip to my student and she was like, wow. And then I mentioned to her, I'm like, hey, you know why you can do all those TikTok dances watching it one time? She's like, why? And I was like, and all the other girls that don't look like you, they have to study and keep rehearsing and trying practicing all day. She was like, why? I was like, because you got the black girl magic. So um, I just reminded her that with whatever you put your mind to, you can do and accomplish. And that um, led to me creating the Sprinkle My Feet Black Girl Magic episode. And um, I do have a series. So I, working at Freedom School and just as an educator, especially in St. Paul, it's very diverse. I don't wanna just target one nationality. Um, so my work isn't gonna be just for black kids. Um, I mix myself, I mix with black, white, Native American. So eventually I'm in the process of creating more stories, but it's gonna feature a story representing a certain ethnicity, but also bring a part of their um, culture or history in a way. So the Black Girl Magic episode was more towards the black community, um, black girls, and a lot of times black girls just from the media, they're portrayed as um, negative or seen in a negative light. Um, you hear this phrases, um, angry black woman, or um, just things like that. And I'm like, no, they're strong, they're beautiful. And there's a lot of, um, negative things about their hair, but there's so much rich history behind their hair that I feel that people don't know about. So I wanted to um, make an episode educating and also show that. So I wanted to show in the community the black girl magic that is happening right here with our own female entrepreneurs and black owned businesses. So I made sure at the end they could feature their businesses and let people know like, hey, I got the black girl magic, look. And um, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. And then for the character, she, her, her superpower is a magic wand and the magic wand is supposed to represent confidence. And confidence um, represents black girl magic because when you have confidence, you can do whatever you put your mind to and that's to anybody, so. They say all of us, we come from um, African-American descent somehow. So everybody has the black girl magic in them. I just want to give a yeah. shout out to um, Destiny Roberts. Her music is featured. She's a um, 
black female entrepreneur from St. Paul, Minnesota. So the songs you hear are actually her songs. So check her out on um, iTunes, SoundCloud. I think she's on all um, social media platforms too. And Margaret Sullivan, um, Miss Margaret Show. So if you guys are staying in tune, especially with the George Floyd trial, um, she will keep you up to date. So check her out on Facebook. Um, you don't even have to watch the news. You'll get the real news from her firsthand. She's at all the events. And then the clothes in the episode are featured by Ebony Yarbrough, um, Bougie's Boutique, which is located um, on University here in Frogtown and at the Rosedale Mall. And then the girl in the episode gets her hair done by Ina Tarango, um, or Torregano, sorry. Um, and it's... She promotes natural beauty hair, so getting your hair done, um, repping your natural hair, and um, also hair repair because a lot of products weren't made for African-American hair, and she, she'll repair your hair and teach you how to do your hair um, naturally, but also regrow your hair. So yeah, check them out, and you'll hear them in this episode. Destiny Roberts will be joining us live at 6 p.m. at Harriet Island. Can we go, Mom? I want to see Destiny. Yes, let's go shopping and get you cute. Go see the show too. Why you wanna go? Look at your hair and clothes. This whole house needs to be clean before you can go. Wrong, baby. Look at me. Look at my clothes and hair. They're not going to choose me. Come with me. Remember you're beautiful? You got that black girl magic. 
about 50 shades of blackness till I hop up on my spaceship. Let me show you this black girl magic. Let me show you this black girl magic. Still with the kiss from the start. Pretty black girl with the magic wand and shiny shoes. Come on on stage with me. Show them all that black girl magic. Hi, my name is Destiny Roberts, aka The Renaissance Woman, and I do a bunch of stuff. I'm a musician, I songwrite, I rap, I sing a little bit, I produce as well, and I also have my own business where I service photography, videography, editing, and other creative services. One of my favorite quotes as an artist is, you can't spell earth without art. And that's facts. The world spins on creativity. My black girl magic is taking nothing and not turning to only something, but everything. Through my music, I love to spread encouraging and powerful messages. Through film and photography, I love to help storytell, capture the moment, and bring people's visions and ideals to life. Through merchandise, I'm also able to spread powerful messages and express myself creatively. I really just hope through everything I do, I can just inspire people to be better, to do more, and just go for it, period. I am the one-stop shop renaissance woman and you can find me on www.destinyroberts.com on that site you can listen to music buy merch book me for photography needs video needs thank you guys for taking the time to get to know a little bit more about me i hope that one day i'll be able to create with you hi you guys my name is ebony yarborough i am the owner of bougie's boutique so my brand is but we'll, we're, we'll just start from the beginning. So I originally opened Bougie's Boutique um, and it started real small. Um, I really specialize in just women's club attire, um, which I later discovered that I had an eye for just creating fashion altogether. So then I started to um, incorporate my own clothing line, which then moved to <laughs> me introducing men's clothes which has now led up to me being able to introduce a kid's clothing line. Black girl magic. So my black girl magic power is that anytime a customer walks in here, I want them to feel confident when they leave. People come in here all the time. They're like, I don't know what to wear. It's my birthday. I've got this event. They have no idea. It just makes me as well as my staff feel so good to be able to put them in something, something that they would have never thought to wear before. And they look amazing. They feel amazing. They shout us out. They give us compliments all the time. Like it's, it's just an overall great feeling just to be able to bring that to somebody. Before the end of this clipping, I wanted to let you guys know a little bit about Bougie's Boutique. So our main corporate location is located at 839 University. That's suite 105 in St. Paul, Minnesota area code 55104. Our second location, which is gonna house men and women clothes, is located in the Rose Del Mall. Um, the address to that location is 1595 MN36. That's Roseville, Minnesota, 55113. Um, and our, our newest location will be opening in the Roseville, Roseville Mall also. So at that location, we are gonna specialize in just kids, kids clothes. Um, you can check me out on Facebook. That's Bougie's MN. My Instagram is Bougie's Boutique. You can also check me out on Twitter, which is Bougie's Boutique at Twitter.com.
Hi, my name is Aina Torregano. I am a natural hair artist in the Twin Cities and the owner of Water and Honey Salon. So I specialize in natural hair and that is just meaning free of chemicals. Uh, women come to me normally if they want to grow their hair and get it healthy in its natural state. Before the age of eight, I started out braiding. Uh, my dad had braids, my brothers had braids, and so I just took a huge interest in it. Uh, when I got to high school, I started doing everybody's hair uh, for dances, prom, you name it. So there's literally never been a time where I have not done hair. The reason I specialize in natural hair was for a couple reasons. So I get a lot of women that come to me whose hair has been damaged from chemicals, from just creating bad habits or really just not knowing how to take care of their hair. So where I stepped in was just giving women the tools and the confidence to know that our hair is beautiful, it, it, it can be repaired, it can be healthy, it can be long, it can be beautiful. And for years we've had a huge stigma around our hair not being beautiful unless we straighten it, unless we relax it, and it hasn't been accepted in a lot of workspaces and communities. My black girl magic superpower would probably be uh, helping women to feel confident with their hair in its natural state, um, giving them encouragement and really just releasing and tearing down all the stigmas that surround natural hair and black women's hair. So I can be found on Facebook at Ina Styled as well as Instagram at Ina Styled. I'm also on TikTok now at Ina Styled and my website is www.waterandhoneyco.com. What's up? I am Miss Margaret. I am a radio host of the show Miss Margaret Live. I'm a radio personality, journalist, activist, author, mother. I started my show for two reasons. One, when I was younger, when I was a little girl, I wished that I had somebody who was like me, who was on air, who was a public figure, talking about the things that I was going through, whether it was mental health, whether it was just this insecurities that you have as a young woman, and of course, talking about race and social justice. There just wasn't a lot of that at the time when I was younger. So I really wanted to start my show to let other people know like, I, there's other people that are going through the same things that you're going through. And I know when I do my show, there's always someone out there who might be struggling with something and they hear something on my show and they reach out to me and they're like, thank you, Ms. Margaret. I'm so glad um, that you did this episode. I always feel like I'm the only one going through this. And so that's how I know that I'm doing the right thing and why I love to do my show. My black girl magic superpower few different things. Most people would probably say speaking truth to power. I'm known for speaking the truth. I'm not afraid to call things out as they are, especially when it comes to politics, social justice. Being fearless is really my superpower. It's not easy to, to do those type of things, to, to be out there on the front lines and being fearless in the world that wants us to, to feel fear is my black girl superpower. And also, I think putting in that fearlessness in other people, fearlessness to be who they are, the fearlessness to know that you are enough. Um, 
and that anything that you want, you can achieve that. And I hope people see that when they look at me and the, the work that, that I've done, despite a lot of challenges I've, I've been through, I hope people see that and that gives them power as well. Where you can find me? Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Miss Margaret Live. I'm the most active on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram, Miss Margaret Live, but Facebook. <laughs> That's where it's at if you want to keep up with me. So go ahead and like my fan page to know what I'm doing, all the things that I have coming up next, because I always have something. I'm a Capricorn. I always have something. All right, you just heard Sprinkle My Feet Tunes, Black Girl Magic. Um, that was created by the lovely Mercedes Yarbrough, who is, am I saying that right, Yarbrough? Yep, okay, Yarbrough. Yarbrough. Who is in the studio here with us today? Um, and how do people find out, like, where to watch your cartoons or, or how to get customized shoes? Um, I'm on all social media platforms, um, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok for the kids. Um, you can follow and like my pages. Also, YouTube at Sprinkle My Feet. And then I also have a website at sprinklemyfeet.com. Um, features my products, my episodes, and um, eventually my video games. So, yeah, check me out. Um spread the word share the word black owned business um native american business <laughs> so uh, i know you talked a bit about like your your video game but do you have any like you say you keep a journal with ideas do you have any other big ideas that you're like excited about or, or what's next for you um i'm really excited about this video game and potentially the party bus um i do want to say just because this is happening here at home with um, George Floyd, that's, there was a, actually a significant point in my business that really turned um, when that event happened here in Minneapolis. Um, I found myself really um, angry, frustrated, mad, hurt, and I'm like, I don't like feeling this way. I don't like when I see a certain person, I start to get angry, even if I don't know them, or I just had all these negative thoughts being put in my head, like right when you see someone, you're like assuming they're thinking this way about you when they really, when you don't know. And um, I started reading a lot and um, really changed my spirituality. So um, I learned to control my mind. So I stopped watching social media things. I, I got off Facebook. Um, I stopped watching the news and um, I just focused on happiness. So now I believe that love is power. And even with COVID, I just believe like you are what you consume. So if you're constantly watching negative things or just bad news, that's what you're instilling your body with. And it kind of brings you down, which makes you weaker. And if you're weaker, you're more prone to being sick. Um, and I just watched and seen how when I became happy, I started spreading more love to others and it really, um, changed my life. So I just want to say love is power to everybody. Um, be happy, do what makes you happy and spread love. Um, 
and control your mind. Make sure you control your mind. Don't let the news, TV, other people control how you feel and think because your mind is more powerful than you you really know. Like you literally can think and speak things to into existence. Like I don't know what it is. It's crazy. Um, check me out. You can DM me. I'll give you some books to read. But <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I'm so glad that you were able to be here today. Oh, thank you. I'm excited. I grew up in the Frogtown neighborhood. Um, as a child, I used to go play basketball at Shefford a lot, and I played for Martin Luther King um, as a child, so it's good to be back home. Um, I did move out of the neighborhood, but I just moved back. So, yeah, I'll you start seeing back, everybody. Right? I'll be back and. Yeah, and to parents, if you guys are looking for a program for your kids, um, get them enrolled in Freedom School um, through St. Paul Public Schools. If you're not located in St. Paul, there's also other Freedom Schools. A lot of um, other school districts also adapted Freedom Schools. So it's a growing program here in the Twin Cities and Minnesota, which um, I'm very happy about. And it's not just targeted for black people um they have a american indian freedom school um hispanic one i know some people were in the works of among and somali one so yeah great thank you uh check out mercedes work at sprinklemyfeet.com and if you are just tuning into the program today and, and want to know what this whole show was about mercedes episode will be up on the uh, we form the future website sometime in the next couple days. So that's weformthefuture.com. And um, thank you again. Thank you. <laughs>